right. Let's go. My name is Law Nation. L-A-W. Nation. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, nation. Come on, nation. Let's go. Hey. Come on. All right. Really appreciate you all. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yes, let's go. Hey. I cannot believe it. It's me, Cowboy Nation, your favorite host, Law Nation. With no hesitation, right? I know you guys wearing out that like button. Share this thing, subscribe to this thing, and check this out. Uh, yesterday, I had an issue with the phone line for your mind, so therefore, I opened up a whole situation, whole new feel, a whole new flavor, right? 515-604-9318 the pen to get you in is 709-148 hit me up at that particular situation and you will reserve your spot you know uh this is an old school number for those who follow my channel when i was way in 2016 and 17 you guys will be familiar with that number um the comparison analysis point it's always will be a, a comparison and analysis between Dak Prescott and the other quarterbacks. You might as well throw in Pat Money Mahomes now, right? He will forever be compared. He will be forever put out there to the echoes of the airwaves of sitting there saying that, okay, are you are you good as Pat Mahomes? That's the hundred. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The five hundred and three million dollar questioning right or uh, half of a billion dollars that's what we got to talk about right half you know not a piece or a third but half nevertheless uh you guys know that i'm always here for you all and we're going to go over what first take or undisputed however you call those episodes said and i trust me like i said yesterday just wait they will open it up saying Dak prescott Remember this. Remember this if you guys don't hear anything else from me. This thing always will be Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys, and the news and echoes of the airways forever. You know, that's just how it goes. All right, so let's listen in to what they have to say, and I'll give you guys my feedback, if that's okay with you all. Contract in sports history, but mm -hmm. with Mahomes getting paid, it's bound to have a domino effect on quarterbacks about to hit free agency. One of which is Dak Prescott, who has been franchise tagged and is still waiting for his new contract this summer. <laughs> the Cowboys have until next Wednesday to work on this deal with Dak. And joining us now is Super Bowl champion and Fox College football analyst Reggie Bush. Good morning. Thank you Reggie. so much for joining us, Reggie. Good morning. Reggie. Hi. Before I go into details of Reggie Bush, I have to say this. <laughs> And you guys see the little, uh, you know, insert that I got below the TV screen on my on my 15 inch TV screen over there. That thing looking nice, right? 15 yeah, is 10 inches, but y'all y'all like it though. All right, you see the 38.5, right? Hmm. Y'all want to know what that really is all about? 
I'm going to read some of y'all comments, man, so so that I know for sure we're on the same uh, page here. Uh, shout out to uh, Derek Thomas, man, mighty last name, nothing but the best from Landon. Really appreciate you, man. Uh, it, it, it is what it is, and I'm telling you guys, I hit people with so much facts, man. They can just walk into the barbershop and be like, yeah, law hit me up with this, man. I could take it as money now because law is bringing out the facts, makes my teeth white make my skin feel smooth it make my beard hair grow you know <laughs> james what's good baby he says two dollar holla man pay that oh and he just gave the segue the 38.5 is rain dakota prescott market value <laughs> that's his market value Law, did you make that number up? Did you somehow superimpose this particular number on everybody? Hmm. Just yesterday, just yesterday when we was doing this show, this market value was $33 million. I think it was like 33.4, no, 33.9, right? Now when you go and look at the market value, what happened? Did it go down? Oh, let me know. <laughs> Let me know for those who's majoring in, in math or, 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 or arithmetic or, or some type of things that you do with algebra. Let me know calculus, statistics. Let me know if you majoring in any of those categories. Econ, if you like me, you know, that's what I majored in. But that's a story of a different day. But let me know if you guys are understanding or aware of the market. <laughs> Verse 6 says facts law. Yeah, the market is the market. Let me pull up this thing right here before they begin to chomp their, their bits. Oh, this is a good old Pat Mahomes situation. And when the smoke unclears, right, and when it settles down, this is what we get. A 24-year-old guy, three years of experience. We look at this contract and we look at all of the, the, the fluff, fluff part of it. And we say, man, this boy finna get paid. He finna get that bread, that basket of, of, of bread. Matter of fact, he don't need no bag. They gonna have duffels and duffels and duffels bags to pay this brother. Hmm, $63 million is only guaranteed. He have to survive him. He got to survive until at least 2022, I believe. If you look at the fine writings, you got to go all the way down, peel all the way down. Oh, $63 million is guaranteed signing bonus. That's more money than I can count. Look, if somebody somehow, some way, just give Law Nation a million dollars, I would hush for right now. But nevertheless, $63 million is good. But we got to wait to 2022, and he really can't collect it until 2023. That's when his other signing slash roster bonus will come into play and that will be into his third lifespan of this particular contract so you're looking at a hundred million dollars but that's a story of a different day nevertheless when we stroll up right here and i type in doc prescott you know you know as they always make sure you Take care of your own before you start looking at somebody else's home, right? And, and uh, you know, this quarterback, he's 26 years old, so he's two years older than uh, Pat Mahomes. That's the story of a different day, drafted in the fourth round. And, uh, of course, of course, people would say all of this and all of that. But just yesterday, right, it was at 33. If you guys think I'm lying. Just go back and rewatch the episode that I put out there yesterday. But when I click on this thing that says market value, let's scroll up so you guys can see. When Ma, I thanks for getting me through some tough times. 
been dealing with some mm -hmm. COVID-19 symptoms. Hashtag Cowboys Nation. Francisco, fight through it, man. You're a battler. You're a warrior. You will defeat the COVID monster. You will. You, you will. Uh, and I declare and decree it. So just continue to fight. But here's what we have right here. 38.5. And, and you guys reach out to Francisco. Give him some love and adulations. Oh, do you see what I see? 38.5 million. Do you see what I see? All right. So here's the thing. The longer you wait, the longer you sit, the longer you just say to yourself, he's not worth it, law. He's horrible. He's what we call trash. He's all of those things, right? Nevertheless, when you look at it, 38.5, and we saw that thing when I first started to do these type of episodes, I once upon a time saw that number at 22 million, and people was crying about that. They were saying, Doc Prescott not even worth 15 million. Oh, he's not even worth 20. No way, we'll pay him 22 million. Hmm, let me know if I'm lying. That would be a bargain right about now, right? The longer you wait, the longer the price you will have to pay. That's just the reality of it. If a house sells in your particular neighborhood and if every house was pretty much around 450000 not even talking about a million, right? You'll be dogged and grim if you allow somebody to sell their house at three twenty. Now, <laughs> if your neighbor across the street sell his house at five twenty. Yeah, you'd be like, dang, you know, it, it, the listed price is four fifty, but you won't get mad at it because, you know, and you collectively understand that your particular house value just increased just by you just sitting there knowing nothing. <laughs> but the, uh, the the environment where you at will benefit just because your neighbor sold at a higher price. So what I'm trying to say is math is not hard. It's simple, but yet complex. If you understand this principle, you can understand the principles of quarterback play. You can understand the principles of why this deal was so important for Dak Prescott camp, opposed to what everybody else was saying, that this guy got his bread, got his paper. Now you're understanding that this is how the market goes, baby. <laughs> And this is not me making this stuff up. This is just how the market is. <laughs> Let me know if I'm lying. <laughs> so 38.5 is creeping on up. It's, it's coming. It's going up daily. And the, the Dallas Cowboys by them sitting on their hands. By them sitting back saying, okay, we don't need to pay this guy. We don't need to pay that guy. We just wait on it and we will see what will come. All you're doing is paying more for what you can get for a little bit less of money. All they had to do, and this is the same situation and scenario with Tank Law. It's the same situation, but let's listen to what they got to say. How do you think this deal is going <clears throat> to affect Dak Prescott's negotiations? Well, I think this contract uh, that Patrick Mahomes did is going to affect a lot of quarterbacks because uh, one of the issues that I saw with the contract is him committing to the Kansas City Chiefs for 10 to 12 years. That's just too long 
And uh, a guy like Patrick Mahomes does not have to do that, right? One of the things about NFL football players and, and the league that people need to understand is that we cannot think like basketball players. We cannot think like baseball players in contracts because our contracts are not fully guaranteed. And so Kirk Cousins kind of gave you the blueprint, right? He showed you how to do it, get a fully guaranteed contract, which Patrick Mahomes can demand. He's one of those guys that can demand a fully guaranteed contract. And, and so when, when you go to the table, mm -hmm. you got to think about the other guys as well. You got to think about the guys behind you because you bring them along, right? And so when Patrick Mahomes doesn't get a fully guaranteed contract, Jerry Jones is going to use that as a comp, right? And so that's what people need to understand. When you're the best player and you get paid a lot of money, your contract now becomes a comp for other players, right? And so if you don't get guaranteed contract, then other players will not get a guaranteed contract because Jerry Jones is going to say, well, look, Dak Prescott, I like you. You're great, but you're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not doing what he did. So how can I feel comfortable to give you a fully guaranteed contract, right? And then, and then the other thing is just committing for far too long, right? I think Patrick Mahomes could have done it four or five years at a time and taken his time because he can demand that because that's one of the reasons why we work so hard so we can build up leverage, right? Patrick Mahomes just gave away all his leverage because the one... Well, let, let me speak on that, man. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. My dog over here, Matt, uh, on the uh, Facebook said, hey, I thought Dak Prescott got his money when he signed the uh, franchise tag to play for 30 one million or what have you or whatever the, the the other part of that 31 uh my thing is this yes you're right uh yeah he did get his bag from that if he plays on that franchise tag but what does that do for the team don't you know that his 31 million is more of a cap hit than, than what we just witnesses from witnessing went from a pat mahomes don't you know that his cap hit is taken so much from this team uh that that franchise tag there's no room for negotiation it's automatically 31 mil straight off the books, right? So what, what we are saying is that you can utilize more of the money if you sign them to a longer-term deal, whether it be the four or the five. Well, when you start to look at the, the raw number of things and you will say to yourself, they could have been buried this many of days ago or many of moons ago or pretty much many of years ago if they were to go ahead and come to Dak Prescott within his second year and say, okay, yeah, you know, um, we seeing the process and we seeing the progress. We know that we got you on a cheap deal now. We know that eventually that money is going to become knocking on the door. So what we're going to do now is introduce you to a contract before your time is due. And I got to give props and credit to Ezekiel Elliott camp because he saw he saw the actual writing on the wall and Ezekiel said, hmm, let me go ahead and try to get my paper now. And, and, and he took a page from what? A Todd Gurley's administration. You know, he said, let me get paid my my coins early, because now if, if Ezekiel were to wait, right. If he were to wait to after this season to say, okay, now I'm going to ask for some money, I think that the Dallas Cowboys would look at it and hold that situation out further than it can be. But Ezekiel Camp saw and caught wind of it and said, okay, let's let, let's hold out now. Let's put the feet to the fire of Jerry Wayne because we saw how he treated Demarcus Lawrence. We saw how he treated Dez Bryant, one of the top highest 
wide receivers the Cowboys ever seen as relates to production, as relates to touchdowns. There's no other uh, wide receiver that got more touchdowns in the stretch of years like Dez Bryant. And if you think about it, if you close your eyes and imagine, Dez Bryant never had full, full, healthy Tony Romo. Let that sink in. So, yes, he was asking for his coins, and you saw how that all played out. So my thing is we have to come to a situation whereas this organization need to handle their funds a whole lot better. But nevertheless, let's listen to more what they have to say. Shout out to you. The thing that NFL players always have is we have the threat of leaving, right? right? The threat of going to another team, very similar to how Dak Prescott is doing right now. But when you have the best player in the NFL that's willing to sign these kinds of contracts, what that does is it sends a message to the owners. Um, and I, I think Lee Steinberg, Patrick Mahomes' agent, um, you know, I think he, I think he did his, his client a disservice because I think he sold him on the big number, right? The $450 million number that came out, it's the, it's the mega blockbuster number. But at the end of the day, it's not fully guaranteed. So that's not true. It's not the richest contract in sports history because um, the only thing that was guaranteed to Patrick Mahomes was $63 million, which does not make sense to me when you're a Patrick Mahomes. You have to get more money guaranteed than that. You got a $450 million contract and only $63 million guaranteed. Now, what that says is you've committed to the Kansas City Chiefs for 10 years, but they have not committed to you for 10 years. You may, uh, I agree with some of what good stuff, man. And uh, let's say sharp uh, jump in. Uh, my thing is, uh, I hear that from Reggie Hart. Shout out to you. He says Dak was never a top five. Uh, D Law was a top five player. Shout out to you with that uh, assessment there. Uh, <clears throat> didn't D Law get suspended for uh, PEDs or what have you? And didn't he have a, a, a situation where he had like injuries? We paid D-Law basically off of two years, not three. We paid D-Law after he did a good, pretty much, I'm not going to say good, a great job, right? He did a great job. And what year was it? Was it uh, 20, dang, was it 20? We paid him off of 2017 and 2018 production, right? Because he didn't really play in 2016. Let me know if I'm lying. So we paid D-Law after two years of production and they couple those numbers with Khalil Mack and people were saying like, Hey, D law is good and all, but he's no Khalil Mack. Let me know if D law is Khalil Mack. And I do know that they play two different types of positions. And we saw the downfall of Khalil Mack last year. Appreciate you, Carlos, man. Uh, he says no echo, man. I really appreciate you all. All right. So 63 million. So where does the other 33, seven million dollars go? This is from Floyd Day Jr. Yeah, I'll break that down in a few. But let's listen to more what they have to say. What you said, the Kirk Cousins there is different because here's what Patrick Mahomes had working against him, where Kirk Cousins was totally free. Patrick Mahomes has two years plus the potential of three tags. So that's five years. So theoretically, Look. the Chiefs don't have to do anything. For the next five years, they can stay in Pat. And then what does Pat Mahomes does? He says, you know, playing the tag, you know, this year is 2.8, I think, what, 2.8? Next year is about 27 million. So theoretically, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs really didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Plus, they, you see what Dak's going through right now. Tag. And if they don't like what, you know, they don't like the number that he's going to come back with next year, tag again. Mm -hmm. Then they can come with the tag, another franchise or transition tag. I think that's the thing that Pat Mahomes looked at is like, hold on, wait a minute. 
they really have me under their clutches, Skip, for the next five years if they want that. <laughs> so let me go ahead and take this right now. And I agree. They looked at the totality of it and they said, man, totality. we have an opportunity to sign the biggest contract in sports history. We have an opportunity to have a football player. That's never happened before at any point in time where a football player was the highest paid player in any sport. We get that. Mm -hmm. But if you look at, Reggie, when you look at his numbers, that in 2023, that number becomes guaranteed if he does anything in 2021. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. How do you get guaranteed money two Mechanism. years in advance? They don't do that anyway. They don't do that on any job. <laughs> you get mm -hmm. paid for when you work. His numbers are going to come guaranteed in 2021 for 2023, which is unheard of. Now, I do agree. I believe he should have gotten more fully guaranteed money. I always thought for him to tie himself into a contract for this mm -hmm. length of time, it had to be in excess of $400 million. I was thinking something along $200 million, I mean, $150 to $200 million fully guaranteed, $300 guaranteed. Million yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. So I do mm -hmm. believe he did give up some. But he had to take this deal. I believe he had to take this deal because he had five years where the Chiefs didn't have to do anything. That's that's a great that's a great situation there. Uh, my only thing is when I look at this contract, and let me see if I can pull it up again. Uh, the, the the way they're gonna issue out the the actual uh, money per se for uh, Pat Mahomes, and give me a few seconds here. Let me pull this up again and let me move good old Dak out the way. Get out the way, Dak. Let me get, let me put Pat Mahomes in right here. Get out the way. Get. <laughs> that will be saving it a dog to be on the porch. Get. Scoot. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's let's stroll all the way down uh, to the nitty gritty. The, the the writing said, and you guys might have to squint your eyes or what have you to see this, but it's sixty three million guaranteed signing bonus. So he get all of that money up front. He's like, dang. I'm finna go buy me a new Benz or something, you know, or invest it. But this through 20 to 2021. 20, and that's the roster bonus, of course, that's already occurred for 2022. Nevertheless, when you look at the fine line of 2023, this is salary and roster bonus plus workout bonus fully guaranteed on the third league of the 2021. So that's what Shea Sharp was just talking about. But if he goes and play this particular year, it's not 2021, but if he goes and snap up everything, and I'm not trying to say, and I'm not trying to wish that this were to happen to anybody, but if a Ron Shazier's type of, uh, of injury were to occur on young money, Pat Mahomes, all of that money, you can, you can kiss it goodbye. You can kiss it right on a keister. You can put your nose deep inside on it and say, it's gone. It's, 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 it's vanished. It's, it's not here for the stay because in order for him to get this particular fully guaranteed slash guaranteed money, we see that it says plus workout bonus or roster bonus. So they what they did with this particular contract is they wrapped it up with bonuses and workout bonuses. And we know how the situation was. You can't hold out. So. It's, it's an intriguing, good contract for the Kansas City Chiefs, but it's also a big money grab for Pat Mahomes. So I'm looking at it like for at face value, Pat Mahomes better not get hurt. He better find a way to stay healthy, and he better find a way to make the roster, right? <laughs> and I, I'm quite sure if uh, I'm a betting man, he wouldn't have no issues making this roster. Can you guys see what I'm talking about, right? 
So that's just how it goes, and that's just how it is. And when we look at the Young Money Pat Mahomes contract within the confines of this particular system, let's listen to more what they have to say. Can I push back on one thing real quick? Go ahead. Because he could have got $200 million fully guaranteed for four years, mm-hmm. come back, hit him again for $300 million fully guaranteed. That's $500 million oh, yeah. he just made fully guaranteed in eight years, not in 10 years. Well, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if they. So, in other words, you said take a four-year extension, so mm-hmm. that'll be six yeah. years total, and then do a, a, a couple of hundred, a, 150 to 200 million, and yeah. fully guarantee. I can concede that, but that's a long time. Ten years is a long time. <laughs> and skipping, I was long. talking. I was thinking that I don't see him playing this contract out. They're going back to the table. Yeah. One side or the other will come back to the table in 2025, 2026. This thing is not going to 2031. If, in fact, the other side does want to come to the table, and that's not always the case. That's true. <laughs> so that's good stuff, man. And those are multi-millionaires having conversations, right? These are not people that are making $100,000 or $300,000. Uh, Shay Sharp, he's a multi-millionaire. And Reggie Bush, he's a multi-millionaire. So these guys, I do listen to what they have to say. And trust me. The, the name of the game is to be able to play in the game. And I think that the young Pat Mahomes uh, within the 10 years, I think that if, and I'm using this word carefully, if he can stay healthy and if they can find some pieces to go with him in his skill set, he will see another Super Bowl. Will he win it? I ain't going to put that on it because it could be against our mighty Dallas Cowboys. It would be a lovely treat, right? We would love to see that. Dallas Cowboys versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That would be nice, right? <laughs> it would be. Uh, skip, skip is to, it skip is to know. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, man, and really appreciate you guys for going back and forth with me on this contract. And and trust me, all I'm saying is when we pull up the fact that just yesterday when I did the show, Dak Prescott, his collective contract as it relates to the market value rate was at 33 million and now is at 38 let me repeat now is at 38 oh and when people throw around the credentials of the young money pat mahomes all i can say is is yes he do got him a super bowl ring but let's not sully and forget about the fact that Chris Jones was on that front four. A lot of people thinking that, hey, Pat Mahomes did that. He, he was the one, the heart and soul, and the reason why they won that Super Bowl against the 49ers. And then I go back and I recall the interception that happened in that game, right? Took some defenses uh, to, to occur. The pressure that they got on young Jimmy Garoppolo, however you say that man's name, being not able to step up through his throw. Can you imagine if he didn't have that type of pressure? Garoppolo steps up calmly in the pocket, and he connect with Texas native on Emmanuel Sanders. You see? And it would be a whole different story, right? We'd be saying like, yeah, Pat Mahomes, he's talented. He got the team there, but they didn't win it. Oh, everybody putting this soup. See, I told people, I told people that five to ten years from now, they will forget about the running back. They'll forget about how many yards he put up and how many touchdowns he put down. Everybody will only remember Pat Mahomes. People right now have struggling trying to remember the young running back name. Y'all keep that running back name in your minds. 
I'm not even going to put it down. Y'all put it down in the comment box because his name is forgotten. Everybody will only say that Pat Mahomes walked in on the 49ers and walked on water. He never had a struggle, right? That first two quarters was not, <laughs> was not difficult for him. Matter of fact, you could have blindfolded him and he would have won that game because he's Pat Mahomes. But people fail to realize it does not take one person to win this thing. It takes a multitude of people. But let's listen to more what they have to say. Okay, I want to say that Reggie Bush just made a powerful, compelling point. The truth is that Kirk Cousins' first deal when he went to Minnesota was actually a little better deal than the Patrick Mahomes deal in that Kirk got 84 guaranteed million dollars for three years, right? right? Yeah. 84 million right. guaranteed, every dollar guaranteed, but only for three years. And he's already renegotiated on a second round. Right. So the point is, that was sweet, but he had just played through two tags right. in Washington and to get to free. that point, and he was free. I free. got you. I know Lee Steinberg very well. <laughs> in fact, way back when, I helped him get into his business, and he was helping me and mine when we were both just kids out here in Los Angeles back in the 70s. But the mm. point is, Lee, well, there are two agents who worked on this deal, but Lee was the out-front agent. He is the best known of the agents, and I think the big winner mm -hmm. here was Lee Steinberg because now he can <laughs> tell clients down the line as he recruits them, hey, I got half a billion dollars for Patrick <laughs> yep. Mahomes. It's not half a billion because by my calculations, only 31% of this deal is now guaranteed. Right. There are these mm -hmm. mechanisms, which I have never seen before. The I love the word mechanisms, you know, uh, I guess uh, things that you have to uh, uh, hit in order to get those uh, money pockets. Some people call them in the financial world milestones. You know, there's milestones. And of course, you know, from a financial aspect, from a financial piece, you you, will, you can forecast 10 years guaranteed or a signing of a contract faster than you can forecast a, a five or a four or what have you. And uh, Skip, Skip is putting you guys out there on some good stuff. And as much as I disagree with Skip, man, only 31 percent of uh, a half of a billion, a little over half of a billion dollars is, is not that great of a situation. But. It's a great situation, right? <laughs> Who can complain about a contract that's given to you that's half over half of a billion dollars, right? Nobody, nobody. <laughs> Look, I know some people right now. Y'all, we can start negotiating a contract for ten thousand dollars, and I say, well, I got you a half of the ten thousand. You'd be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where can I sign? You know, <laughs> these guarantee mechanisms that can be kicked in <laughs> right. by your performance, <laughs> right. but they're, yeah. that, that's that's not guaranteed at this moment. Right. Yeah. The Exactly. 63 million up front, as Reggie pointed out, you just got a signing bonus of 63. That is guaranteed. Sure. Way to go. You can take that straight to your to, bank. To the bank, yeah. But after that, <laughs> now let's get back to the DAC deal. Mm. DAC and his fairly new agent, Todd France, correctly sort of educated guests and predicted that Patrick would get in the neighborhood of an annual 45 million. Mm -hmm. So they were asking for in the neighborhood of 45 million. Ooh. It's a lot of money for a quarterback who has not won an MVP the way Patrick did and has not won mm -hmm. Super Bowl MVP the way Patrick, Patrick did. did. Yeah. It's a lot of ask for a quarterback who last year went 8-8 eight and eight and missed the Pro Bowl and heading into last year, the inner he finna break it down with the the elves, you know. And, and shout out to Skip Bayless for doing it right in front of Shea Sharp face, but <laughs> 
I got a story to tell you guys on another day, though, about, you know, the way they go back and forth and it's fake. But but I love it. It's entertainment, baby. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained, basically? NFL players <laughs> did not even vote him into their top 100 players. Mm -hmm. And my man, Shannon Sharp, sitting across from me down the stretch last year, Gave Dak Prescott Elf. seven Fs, as in failed, <laughs> for his performance. And, and those, those games that started at New Orleans, and then there was Green Bay, and then there was at Jets, and then there was Buffalo, and then there was Chicago, and then there was at New England, and then there was at Philadelphia. And it was, it was just nauseating yep. for me because Dak did not play up to the levels I expected him to after he threw parties on the Giants and at Washington and Miami to start the year off. So the point is, it's hard to sell. Dak should make $45 million right now. So that's the impasse. And I do believe that they will not be able to get their heads together and compromise on a deal before the deadline, which is eight days away. Yeah. I think. Look, 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 look. You know, we got eight more days. It will be seven days after today, right? I think that Dak Prescott will get something signed by that time frame. I don't think that he will play off of the 31 mil. If he does, then we see this 38, right? It's 38 right now is his market value. Don't you guys know that by the end of next year, that number is going to be right at 42 to 44. That just saw how quick it jumped from 33 to 38. So I'm trying to shortchange it by saying 42. So that number's going to go jump up high. And guess who's going to be that enabler? Oh, that's going to be the catalyst for that jump up. Watson. Not Randy Watson. <laughs> Not Randy Watson. He plays over there. And he's, oh, Eastside Harrell, if he's in here, y'all know where he plays at for the Texans, right? And I can't let this day go. Who? Little man shirt he got on right here, man. He done went and put on a medium. He done went and got somebody's baby shirt and put it on trying to flex for the nation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would think that Reggie Bush is finna fly in the plane somewhere. Where do he get these things from? You supposed to be a multi-millionaire, man. What's up with this, man? And what strange color? Why, why orange, you know? Why would you all of a sudden wear orange? Somebody go help Reggie out. Y'all help Reggie out. I think he's going to play for a tag this I think I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna get me a little bitty shirt on and put on, you know, so I can flex in front of you guys. You to be sitting up here. Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session. You know, you know, <laughs> medium. Thirty-one point four million dollars. Yeah. Which, which is not a bad deal no, for Dak Prescott because he can go back to the table and continue to re renegotiate mm -hmm. for more money. And so that's mm -hmm. the thing that I keep coming back to with Mahomes is that the best player in the NFL cannot go back to the table to renegotiate. In, in for 10 years like that just sounds crazy because the one thing for good players when you're in the top percentage in your in your position you have to continue to set the market when your time is up if you continue to set the market then you're bringing along everybody else you're pushing the envelope right the fully yeah so that was the end of that uh piece there and then of course they they talk about uh dentari poe uh demanding uh jerry wayne just to be speak out on some of the things that that, that i said that in the past that <laughs> jerry he will speak when it's time i think that jerry wayne will speak on the uh, black lives matters uh the the national anthem when it is time the craziest thing of it all uh i, I have to say this uh poe and uh, mccoy they have yet to play a snap for the dallas cowboys 
they don't really know Jerry that well, you know, if I can say it in those parameters. So I thinking that, you know, when, when time permits, I think that Jerry will speak. And it will be a situation whereas once they have the media days and when the world open back up, I think that Jerry will speak on it. I don't think that Jerry, uh, like Shay Sharp said in this particular video, that he's not a good liar or what have you. I think Jerry always cut it straight up. You know, he's going to tell you the truth. And that's just where it goes. Uh, <laughs> Love life uh, says, law, you wrong. Flex it. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Yes, uh, Jerry is an old white guy. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he hates Black Lives Matter, uh, Charles, but I, I just don't think that, that Jerry uh, would be wise to speak out, you know, right now because he may slip up and say the wrong thing. Uh, but let me get into this, man. Uh, Perswa, I really appreciate you. Uh, Starboy C Pain, really appreciate you. Uh, Chris says, uh, Damian Williams should have been the Super Bowl MVP. Do anybody disagree with Damian? Uh, do anyone disagree with him? You know, let me know. <laughs> That's a kid's headphone, it's from Brian Bradford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all killing my dog, Reggie. Low key, I would have loved Reggie Bush to play for the Dallas Cowboys when we had the chance and opportunity. Uh, we didn't pull the trigger. I think that Reggie Bush uh, would have been a better would have been a better in this position than what we saw from a Lance 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 Dunbar. I think that we was like uh, at the time when he was free, we was like, ah, we got Lance Dunbar. You know, I was like, nah, Lance Dunbar is not that guy. Let's pay a little paper to give Tony Romo an explosive guy that you can pair up with the other running back at the time. And, and a lot of people were like, nah, nah. Man, Watson uh, needs an offensive line badges from my dog, Mr. Wright. I agree. But let's listen to what they have to say. And I already uh, prefaced it. So here we go. So Shannon. Do you like him saying this? <laughs> okay, what I changed him? Mm -hmm. I didn't second guess this. I like to use Skip Bayless. I first guessed this. I said, Skip, this is going to be a problem because he was so outspoken the other way. You will toe the line. You will have the helmet in your left arm and your right hand over your heart. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, you won't play for the Cowboys. So he was so outspoken one way and he's gone radio silent the other way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This I mean, literally radio. Mm. Radio silence. As in, I have <laughs> a radio show, but I'm Y'all leave Uncle now, Jerry at all. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, Jerry don't have an opinion. He has an opinion on everything. Mm. Because mm. here's the thing, Skip. You can't say you support one thing and then funnel money, millions of dollars to another thing that goes directly to say what you're supporting. You can't do that. Mm. And, he, and see, Jerry, see, Jerry's not a good liar. Sure. See, he can't come out here and say he do something. I, I agree with that. Because he threw him, Skip. Yep. Now, Gerald McCoy said it. Now, Don Torrey Poe has said it. And there are a lot of other guys. Uh, uh, even Dad's Bryant. Skip, remember they had this, they was going to have this march. And Dad said it'd be good if Jared were to show up. Mm -hmm. He threw in, did he throw in Jason Witten also? Whitten and did he throw Steven in there? Yes, yep. it could be good if Steven and Jared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 Jason Witten. Yep. If they were to show up. Skip, it's gonna be a problem. Mm. It's gonna be a problem. Jerry's gonna have to. Jerry's gonna have to answer this one way or another. You don't be using my words one way or another. <laughs> Shay Sharp, you know everybody knows that Jerry Wayne will speak on it. Uh, can you guys imagine? Just just close your eyes and imagine. You know, 
Jerry do not dodge any question that's given to him. Have you ever heard him dodging a question that was given to him? Let, let me know. Post it down below. Let me know when. Right. Jerry would like when they have that first press conference, it is going to be Clarence or it's going to be uh, one of the brothers. What's the other guy name? Um, dog his name at the tip of my tongue. But it's going to be one of the brothers is going to reach out and say, hey, Jerry, what are your thoughts on this? And Jerry going to be like, um, um. I'm going to be trite, you know, and he's going to go through his wonderful soliloquy. I just think that right now, due to the climate that we are in, there's no press conference there. If there was or oh, Mike Fisher, he can get out there and talk to him. Anybody that asks him those questionings, I think that he, he either he's going to he's going to give you an immediate response or he's going to tell you a storyline about how he did this and how he did that. Let me know if I'm lying, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> Johnny, uh, he says uh, Jarwin as well. Yeah, Jarwin is going to be nice. I think Jerry might back off the situation. Pretty serious stuff. This is from John Scott. Yeah, I agree. But as soon as soon as they ask him the question, he's not going to dodge it. I, I just don't think that he will. And if he does, then I'll be the first one to do another one of these uh, talk track videos. And we, we can give uh, uh, um, you guys my, my my opinion of the nature of how he moonwalked like Michael Jackson from that. But I've seen Jerry Wayne so many times go through these hard interviews and even make the justification of why he picked up a it was the guy who threw the girl on the bed of guns. Was it, uh, What was this guy name? God dog it. This name at the tip of my tongue. But it when I saw them coming at him, you know, Jerry, he stood and held his ground, you know, and, and he will do it. And but for a lot of people who fail to realize Jerry do a lot of things for the community. Jerry did a lot of things for even the San Diego Superchargers coach. And it never made the headline news. Just Google the San Diego Superchargers head coach and Jerry Jones and what he did for him. But you don't hear Jerry walking around saying, hey, this is what I've done. And, and let me know the nationality of the San Diego Chargers coach. You know, let me know and help me out. You know, can you can you post a picture somewhere on my Facebook page uh, of the San Diego Chargers coach and uh, Hardy, Greg Hardy. Yes. Yes. Mike William, really appreciate you, man. Hardy had mental issues. Yes. Yes. Remember that game? He slapped the clipboard out of the, the coach's head and they immediately went and found Jason, Jason Garrett and said, hey, what about this? What about that? And then we working on it. We work on it. They said, forget this two tears in a bucket. Let's go find Uncle Jerry Wayne. <laughs> and Jerry gave his thoughts about it. So we, we will see. Is Dak name still a free agent? Dak? <laughs> Harold Jones? I, nah, he's not a free agent at all. Uh, Dak is under that franchise tag, but we would like to see what he would have got out of that open market if they didn't really believe in him, you know, let him test the open market. All right, so the phone lines for your mind is open 515-604-9318. The pen to get in is 709-148. That's the pen to get in. Uh, let me see if I can post it somewhere. Give me a few few seconds here if you want to call in. And that way... I will get your number this time, right? <laughs> because there's a, a cue that you can be be waiting in and I'll get to your thoughts on this particular show. Um, 
but but it is what it is at this time, Cowboy Nation. I do understand that a lot of people feel a certain way about contract talk and about, you know, Dak Prescott, should he be on his team, should he not be on his team, and things like that. But we have to look at it like this. Dak Prescott is our quarterback. The Kansas City Chiefs did a wonderful job with their quarterback, and they believed in their particular quarterback. We will have to formulate our thoughts and understand that Dak Prescott is a man of his own, and the Cowboys will have to figure out a way to work that thing out. All right, so what we have here, let me just pull this thing around here. Bam, there we go. There we go. Give me a few seconds here. Yeah. And bam. <clears throat> we don't need to see Pat right now. Let's look at some old Dallas Cowboys. All right, so the first caller we have online, let me pull this person up. Really appreciate them. You're live on the nation. Speak your mind. Hello? Yes, you're live. What's good? Talk to oh, me. What's, what's up, Lodge? It's KMT. KMT. What you feeling, man? How, how you feel about this team? How you feel about the direction we're going and everything else? I'd just like to say, first of all, that this, this Patrick Mahomes deal really has absolutely nothing to do with Dak and what he's going to get. Because when you look at the Mahomes deal, is it's an extension. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that extension – Dak wants four four years on his contract. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is going to be averaging 26 mil over the next four years under this new extension in his previous uh, contract that he had mm-hmm. as a rookie. So th- this really has nothing to do with, with Dak because he doesn't even get paid 40 mil as an average salary until he's 29 and he's in his fifth year of his contract. Mm. Everything else is an average of 26 mil, mil over the next four years. Wow. The only person... I think that could possibly reset the market for a Dak would be Watson. Because mm. you also compare Watson and Dak stats-wise, what they have done in the playoffs and all that stuff, and they're fairly similar. But I don't see how this Mahomes deal has anything to do with Dak. Jeff Kavanaugh even said it. I saw him this morning when he posted his video on YouTube mm-hmm. of his recap of this whole thing, and he said the exact same thing. Yes, indeed. And I haven't even heard uh, Jeff Kavanaugh. I'm going to have to watch his YouTube video and uh, see what he had to say. So if you repeating what he's echoing out there to the world, then yes. Uh, did you say 26, 27 million? Average over the next four seasons, 2020 to 2023, would be 26 mil. Wow. Wow. Good deal. As for a the yearly salary. Man, that's a good deal for the Kansas City, man. Wow. Jeez. And uh, we're, we're bickering and we're going back and forth over Dak Prescott when we could have had something similar if we were to just go ahead and pay the man earlier. Can you imagine, just, just imagine, if the uh, – because they didn't have to. Kansas City Chiefs could have just waited and let this year go out and then pay Pat Mahomes next year, right? Yep. <laughs> they could have – I think next next season, um, I don't know if that's part of the deal, the new deal, or if it's part of something else. Mm-hmm. But all I know is that that's 24 mil 
or close to 25 mil is what he'd be getting paid. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. What what else you have for the show, man? What else you have uh, pumping out this good information? That was the biggest thing. And then um, I also think that I want to talk about, I really don't want to talk about it, but I kind of have to is these people that like you were watching, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, like, I don't know what Skip Bayless is talking about when he says that Dask is asking for 45 mil. I, I don't know where he saw that because that's nowhere in the media. Right, not He's even He's saying 40. how old yeah. him and his new agent are going around asking for 45 mil. I didn't see that anywhere. I don't see any of the people that cover the Dallas Cowboys saying that at all either. No, no, I don't see uh, him asking for 45 nor 40. I'm looking at it like, you know, 37 may be the highest. You know, if you think about it, you know, a $140 million contract would be, what, 35 million a year, what have you, stretched out over four. And I'm thinking that yesterday, before all of this Pat Mahomes stuff broke broke free that I'm thinking that maybe north of $110 million guarantee would be something that Dak Prescott is seeking. And I think that the Cowboys didn't want to pay him that, you know, so it's back to the drawing boards and we will see what will happen in the, I guess, eight more days from here. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that we know exactly what's going on. I know we, we knew that it was the difference between five and four years and now Mm -hmm. they're on the same page of four years most likely 35 mil, and it's probably just the guaranteed money that they're probably settling on right now. I think that what you said, around $110 million, getting a little bit more than what Goff is getting and what Wentz is getting would be perfect for him because I'm sure we all believe that he's better than Goff easily, and then Wentz, we think he's better than Wentz on top of the fact that he's actually staying healthy. Yes, indeed. Yeah, health is is a major weapon, man. But I really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for calling in. Call back in at any time, KMT. Really appreciate you. Yep, no problem. See you later. Peace. All right, so next we have my dog, man. He's been following this channel for a long time. Uh, I I love his insight of the uh, game and everything. Let's bring him on uh, to speak. My dog, my brother from another mother, man. What's good, brother? What's going on, though? None to it, man. When I see that 843, I'm sitting there like, yeah, my dog. What's good, though, man? Yeah, you uh, know what time I, is, man. I, I know you finna cut it straight down the middle. You're not going to be biased with it. You gave me hard fits, man, many of years with it. and But but you but you fair and honest, man, and I, and I love that approach to it, and, and especially how you bring out the fact that, hey, let's not forget about Ezekiel Elliott throughout this time frame. And uh, I love your insight so, on all this. But, but, but what's your thoughts for the day, man? Man, KMT took everything I was about to tell you, man, because um, <laughs> I sent you to the Facebook video earlier on Facebook, on, uh, Facebook about the Jeff Kavanaugh video. Uh-huh. But um, I think Jerry Jones going to try to use this Pat Mahomes thing to his advantage with his, with his 10-year deal thing, man. Yeah. I, I just got a feeling he's going to try to push for the five years. Yeah, it's, he squeezed the, that four-year thought out the tracks, and he said, well, hey, you know, we got this five-year offer. We can slice it right in half of what Pat Mahomes got, and we can just give you a little bit over as it relates to that guaranteed money, and he's going to leverage that. And Jerry, Jerry's a salesman. He's a businessman. So Yes. Yeah, and I think and that's be the be real with you, man, this deal, mm-hmm. this deal came out of left field because nobody saw this kind of deal coming 
from anybody, not especially Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think everybody is scrambling, trying to figure out what they're going to do next. Yeah, and th- this is the craziest thing of it all. They said a a person that worked at a liquor store. He's he was the one that broke the story. You know, he the one that leaked the story. Wow, of Pat Mahomes putting out. You know, well, getting that type of love, and trust me, it, it it's a beautiful situation for uh, Pat Mahomes, and, and it's a beautiful situation for uh, the the, the Kansas City Chiefs. But when we look at the, mm-hmm. when we start peeling back everything, we say, man, it's really, you know, as far as the fan view, it's really he really not getting paid like that, though, you know. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But there's a difference. Kansas City didn't have no money, and they got players coming up that got to get paid. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Mahomes, I, I don't, I'm not saying he had to take that deal, but I'm glad he did so he could keep the weapons around him. But our situation is a little different. We got money to pay our players. And we got money to play that. It just depends what we want to do. Yeah, depend that that is the. <laughs> well, I guess that's the forty million dollar question, or the thirty-seven, or the thirty-five million dollar questioning, or the hundred and forty million dollar questioning. What will we do? You know, by by by, you know, heading into the future. The craziest thing that I read earlier today is that Travis Kelsey, that, that, that tight end over there, mm. he's their oldest player, and he's thirty. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so, man, so that, for the long haul, man. Yes, indeed, man. What else you have for the show, fam? But that's what I got, man. But everybody, Law Nation, not like everybody else. He's not gonna pick one side. He look at everybody's side. He's a real one out here, man. So salute. Appreciate you, fam, so much, man. Thank you. All right, boy. Good call from my dog, man. Uh, like I said, it's a new number five one five six zero four. Nine three one eight, and then the pin to get in is seven zero nine, one four eight. That's the number to get on in here and uh, to talk to me and to put your thoughts, put your mind out here on the line about what you feel about the Dak Prescott situation, what you feel about Pat Mahomes, and if you want to look, I'm always going to say this: we always going to compare Dak Prescott to everybody, right? He doesn't get the free lane. He's always going to be compared. At first, it was just Dak Prescott compared to Tony Romo, right? Remember, that? those are the good days. You know, Dak Prescott, Tony Romo. And then we fast forward this thing and we compare Dak Prescott to Jeff. It was it um, Jerry Goff, right? And then they moved on from there and they now they compared him to Carson Wentz. And, and that's the story of a different day. And now, you know, it's Pat Mahomes and now it's Watson. And who else are we going to compare him to? And and people fail to realize, for those who watched football in the earlier days, I'm going to let 910 get in here in a few. And 910, just hold your place. Um, when you compare these things to the earlier days, remember Jim Kelly compared to Troy Aikman? <laughs> Jim Kelly can throw the hell out of that ball. All right, nine ten, you win. Yes, indeed. Let me let me put your name on this thing, man. Let me save it to this caller ID. But what's good though, fam? <laughs> what's going on, brother? Talk to um, him. This news is the best thing we can have. Mm-hmm. Jerry on try to outdo anything, so I think he don't give him the five. And then when he double up after five years, that salary cap will be ridiculous. And then mm-hmm. we don't look back at this Patrick Mahomes. Deal like yo, you got fleece, Patrick. <laughs> like, why is he 
signing Tyron Smith 10-year deals in 2020. Like mm, at the quarterback, Jerry position. got Troy Aikman on the Troy, uh, the ten year deal back in the nineties. <laughs> oh, he did. I think he, he sold himself real short, man. Mm. I think he sold himself real short, but it just give Jerry a baseline and that like will put him in a price range where he can be comfortable. But the big thing with that, keeping that four or five, so he can re up again. Because that salary cap, if, if Kansas City Chief is throwing out these numbers in 2020 during a pandemic, mm-hmm. just imagine how it's going to be in 2025 and beyond. It, it, I, I see, like, this situation being, remember when Romo got that first $100 million deal? Mm-hmm. Then everybody followed. Then you was looking like, hey, Romo is on the cheap. Yeah, it, it was a uh, you know Romo like a signed years it, it ago. Was a six uh, year David deal. Carr yeah. signed for what? One hundred twenty five mil. It, it was twenty five mil. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. You, you you in the lower bracket? You in minimum wage right now? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Cam after the Super Bowl? Ooh, Him and yeah. Russell Wilson, they signed a hundred million. Mm. Now they're like, wow. No, 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 dog, dog, five, dog. six years. Nah, dime. You you know what? We did it all wrong. We forgot the other, the original contract that really had everybody like, what? And it was a brother that played for the Atlanta Falcons. You remember that guy? Matt Ryan. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. oh, oh. Michael Vick. Ooh. Seven you remember years, that contract? <laughs> I'm in Newport News. Seventy years, one forty-four. <laughs> that would belong it all. Right, right. That was that like would belong it all. That, that would really started. We was like, man, but he was the cheat code for Madden. You know, when you played back in the day, yeah, he was we a like, cheat code. Yeah, he like, nah, and he, he was Nike. <laughs> so it was a lot of fatness with that, and nobody wasn't buying the land of jerseys. He had a number one gentleman shirt yeah. uh, jersey in America, probably the world football player wise. Yeah, but uh, like. That he just he just won't have to hold that. Yeah. If that player is smart, just do four or five, mm-hmm. and you're gonna re up. Jerry is gonna try to outdo anybody, so Jerry gonna be like, "I'm gonna show Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> my rival." Oh well, that that got more guaranteed than your boy. True. Y'all 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 paying the pennies right now. Yeah. yeah. Y'all paying the pennies. I, uh, whoever was advising Patrick Mahomes, uh. I think they did a poor job. Ten years? Yeah. That's Ten a lot, years. lot of money. Nah, Dom. Uh, what was the guaranteed money for Khalil Mack opposed to what D-Law got? Was it in the same wheelhouse almost? Well, um. I know you probably know. You get like 86? Mm. How much D-Law got? I don't know, but he got that paper, though. He was sitting there like, yeah. He got that paper. I think it was like 80-something. <laughs> It, it, it was crazy. It, it was in crazy. the 70 range. Yeah, I, I know somebody gonna put it. And you think about Von Miller? Oh, sure. He on the cheat now. Yeah, paper money. You know, it's like it's always about your turn. But I'm thinking about Patrick. Like, oh, you you went to an AFC Championship. You you went to you won the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. I would have played the Kirk Cousins style or keep on doing short deals. Yeah, I mean, but, you're a quarterback. You don't play uh, uh, play ten plus years. Yeah, he gonna play that many. For them to have that control over you, yeah, and knowing how football is, like 
the sustainability of success. But but nine dime, I'm gonna put this success. on your mind, nine dime. And and I know I'm gonna get some hate from here, from heat, and you know I love the heat, man. I live in it. You know. Yeah, we love it, baby. You know, Pat Mahomes would not won a Super Bowl if Chris Jones wasn't on that team. And D four, uh, not D four, Frank Clark too. Yeah, yeah. So and Honey Badger and Honey we Badger. We saw the, we saw the second half. <laughs> we saw it. Like people like forget, like. <laughs> we, people forget. Okay, if you take the last eight minutes of the game, mm-hmm. people forget he he was looking shaky. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco defense was getting pressure. If yeah. everything wasn't going as smooth as possible. But he had that running back, man. He had the running back. He had back. that running back running that thing. Running that thing. And Chris Jones, yeah. Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew, and our boy, uh, the one who used to play for us. That defense held it down for them. Spagnola yeah. won that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another like thing. like you said, if yeah. Chris Jones did not get Ooh. no pressure Ooh. on Jimmy Garoppolo, that's touchdown. And then it's curtains. And, 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 and then we have to listen about these 41ers fans because people fail to realize it took everything in my heart, you know, to 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 start to root for the Kansas City Chiefs because I can't stand, you know, I can't stand to root for any other team because I'm a diehard yeah. Cowboys fan. But it took me to say, man, come on, Kansas City Chiefs. And I started when I started rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. I said, maybe it's me. Whoever I root for, maybe they start to lose, you know, <laughs> because the 49ers, they, uh, they, they sure. was looking like they were about to win that thing. You know, when it first started off, yeah. I said, this Pat Mahomes look like, look, who who is this? You know, throwing the ball at the feet. Not setting up through his throws, overshooting the uh, wide receivers or what have you, and we saw that it took the running game to take over, and it took some of the defense to, to release some of the pressure. And I was like, man, this brother better pull through because I'm not finna live through this again. You know, the 49ers getting six oh, Super definitely. Bowls and this sort of thing. So man, we can't, we can't have that. <laughs> but, what, I, but they gave uh, a blueprint. They you gave got, you. You give Denver showed it too when they broke his kneecap. You gotta mm-hmm. get that pressure, man. Like, he doesn't have, like, mm-hmm. that super-duper offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got some key spots, but I, I feel like they scheme, mm-hmm. tricks everybody. So, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot of blown coverages, and then, boom. And they, they got speed and speed kills. But, yeah. like, if, if I'm I'm Dak, and I'm thinking, like, okay, that that's the measuring stick. I'm going to have to beat this guy. Yeah. You take that that four or five year deal so Jerry can can tighten up your defense. Look, tighten up your let, defense. Let, 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 let's more. look at it from this. Let's look at it from this, and we can remove the quarterbacks, right? It, you know, quarterback is the uh, end all be all to everybody's team. But if we look at it from person to personnel, uh, Amari Cooper versus a Tyreek Hill or Miko Harmon, you know what I'm saying? If we look at their personnel yeah, we, and we look uh, at ours, we we right up there. Uh, we right up positions. We 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 head up. Even you got Kelsey over Jarwin, but that's it. We got yeah. the better running back. Yeah. I mean Tyreek Hill. He, he, he speed kills. Oh my goodness, Amari yeah. is that dude. Yeah. Um, who is that? Harwin. I give Gallup any day. Yeah. And then who? Robinson. Come on, I got CD Lamb. So yeah. skill to skill. Skill positions, and I would still take our offensive line over their offensive line. It's just like that. Them, them little busted coverages. Pat Mahomes 
takes advantage of those. Oh, yeah, and there's no lie. And he, you, you, he will catch you sleeping, and he will take advantage of He will of catch you slipping, and, oh, and Dak yeah. had plenty of opportunities last year with mm-hmm. busted coverages. I guess, like you said, Keller Moore is going to get in that lab with him. Mike McCarthy is going to get in that lab with him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like we'll have a lot of misdirection. We'll have a lot of crossing routes. There's going to be a lot of stuff. You don't know where people going, and we're going to get the defensive loss. Yeah, yeah. But um, we, we need a we need a, just a, a secondary player away. Yes, indeed. Because yeah. the X factor for the Chiefs was the Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody wants Jamal Adams and all that, but nah, we we we, just, we seeing this out of cap situation. We that don't get this this tag, and next year y'all gotta. If he fall out, man, we got to pay that man. It's we already pay that man. the market is already at thirty eight for him. But I'm gonna let somebody else call in nine dime uh, uh, for your mind, man. What else you got though, man? What else you got? One more thing, man. What else you got for us? All I gotta say, uh, watch out, mm-hmm. watch out for our front four, front mm-hmm. eight, possibly this rotational. <laughs> Y'all check out Vice Lombardi. Uh-huh. Like our defensive line is gonna be the key. To everything. That's how the Forty ers got there. That's how the Chiefs got there. And uh, if you get pressure on that quarterback, you hit that arm. That's more opportunities for, uh, opportunities for interceptions and fumbles. No doubt, fam. Good stuff. Nine down for your mind. You rocking with the best of our nation. Cowboys, stay up. That's a good call, man, from the nine dime, man. All right, seven one three. You're next on the on the deck. Uh, my thing is right here, Cowboy Nation. Before I let seven one three enter the room, uh, here's the thing, though, Cowboy Nation. I'm not discounting Pat Mahomes. It's impossible to do that, you know. When we see how he can throw that rock, I mean, he can sit down in Indian style and throw the ball 80 yards with a, with effortlessly, you know. <laughs> However you say that word, you know, I'm not an English major, major in, in, you know, on the other side of the table as it relates to numbers. But effortless, he can throw that ball down the field in Indian style, and he can go all the way accurately, you know, not just with power because we've seen the uh, – what's that guy's name is uh, – uh, Jamarcus, I believe, uh, played for the Raiders. He had a strong arm. Dante Culpepper had a strong arm for crying out loud. Nevertheless, when you look at Pat Mahomes, he have a strong wrist, arm, all of that stuff. He could put that thing there, you know. So I'm not discounting what the brother can do. And it's, it's only a few quarterbacks that got that type of talent. And I guess when you have that type of talent, you got to pay the man. And that's just the reality of it. But we're not discounting that. But what we are saying is that it takes a team to win it. All right, so we have uh, 713. You in here, man. What's good? Hey, man. You know who it is. Eastside. <laughs> let, me, let me save your name in here, Eastside, man. And uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about your quarterback and as well as my quarterback and the other quarterback that messed it up for everybody, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, man. Before we go into quarterbacks, I just want to give props to my I'm, – I'm a new fan of uh, Gerald McCoy and Poe. You know, <laughs> even though they washed up as mm-hmm. players, as people, hey, man, I, 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 I'm a new fan of those guys. Mm-hmm. Those guys are they, – they, 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 they the real deal, man. They speak their minds. 
They speak the truth. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I I can't do nothing but salute them guys. Yeah, and they they don't care who you are. Jerry Jones, hey man, I gotta I gotta call you to the square. <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta say the right thing. And guys, hey man, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, but you gotta you gotta speak that real, man. And mm-hmm. They're not too good at players no more, but hey man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, look, Eastside, they came out, they spoke their minds, and, and this is the thing. They they never been in the locker room with the Cowboys players, and they never got a chance to hear Jerry Wayne Jones speak in front of the Cowboys. So, speaking from the outside in, yes, you know, of course, from their perspective, their family members saying, like, hey, you just joined this team, and the owner, the billionaire owner, he ain't talking. When he going to talk about this situation that's going on and they have no experience with Jerry, you know. So, of course, when they when they do interviews with people, they're going to say, yeah, we need to hear him talk. We need to hear what he got to say. And and I, and trust me, as, as, a, as a man, as a brother, um, I, I would say that that is a noble thing for them to do. But in, at the end of the day, Jerry will speak. And that's one thing that I'm. I know for over 20 years of experience or really 30 years of experience watching the Cowboys, I know that Jerry Jones will eventually speak. Yeah. But but, but talk to, talk to me about your quarterback, man. And talk to me about Dak Prescott as well. Talk to me, man. Oh man, you know, Dak, I mean, eight more days. He's going to, ain't nothing happening, but uh, (laughs) tax season. That's the only thing happening. Eight more days for Dak. He got his franchise tag, and and uh, my guy, hey man, he's biding his time. He's just uh, he's the winner. He's the he's the sweet state winner. From what I'm hearing, he won a short term deal. If he he won three years, if 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 Deshaun Watson won every three months, hey man, he he can get every three months. That's that's what it is. That's when you had a franchise guy, the real guy, mm-hmm. a real guy, a Mahomes, a Watson. A Jackson, oh yeah, pretty much get what you want. Now you do know that Dak Prescott, you know, uh, and my and my homes, yeah, they they are one other situation within itself. But your quarterback, hmm, we will see what he can do without DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I can't wait to see this season unfold for him, and hopefully he have a great time. But I can't wait to see what he gonna do without his weapons around him. But 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 what has he been doing all his football his career from college to NFL? Man, he's pretty much overcome. I mean, pretty much <laughs> overcome the obstacles. You know, he makes a a bad team great, and that's only only great players can do that, man. We will find I mean, out. We will find out, man. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference in the team besides uh, Hopkins not being there? Not really much. Okay. Okay, we, we we shall soon see, you know. What else you have for the show, Eastside? Hey, man, I'm just solid, man. KT, K, uh, KMT, man, you, you sound like you're 13 years old, man. Go mm-hmm. uh, study your books and uh, get ready for homeschool. No more <laughs> no school, no more getting bullied in high school. <laughs> hey, leave my dog alone. Hey, you man, you up, come man. in there and hey. talk to my dog, man. All right, bro, salute. <laughs> All right, Texans. Rockets Astros. All right.
Oh, man, I don't think Esau believed that himself, man. Uh, but shout out to the uh, to the Houston uh, uh, and also shout out to the Houston area, man. Uh, let, let's see what they can do down the line this year, man. Um, <clears throat> the phone lines are still open, 515-604-9318. I have about in the pen to get in to 709-148. Let me see how long I got. What time we got? All right, so I got a few more minutes here, man. Uh, so we were talking about Pat Mahomes. We were talking about the comparison of Pat Mahomes to Dak Prescott. They will forever be compared, as well as Dak Prescott will forever be compared to any quarterback. It started off to Tony Romo. Then it went over to Brandon Whedon. You know, then people start comparing to Matt Castle, right? Remember that? And then, oh, no, 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 no. I'm lying. It was Blake Bortles. Remember that time frame? Then everybody was saying, like, man, Dak Prescott is nothing more than a Blake Bortles, you know. Then that myth was, uh, uh, I guess, erupted and displayed, and then everybody saw that, hey, he's no Blake Bortles. He's better than Blake Bortles. You remember that? And then it went from there to, hey, he was in the companies of Tom Brady, then Pat Mahomes, and then, you know, the list goes on and on and on about Dak Prescott. Why can't Dak Prescott just be Dak Prescott? Let me know why. You know, uh, it is what it is. Hector, man, really appreciate you so much for tuning in uh, to the nation. Really appreciate you. Call in if you want. Uh, 515-604-9318. Uh, the pen is 709-148. That's the pen to get in. Um, Studwood, really appreciate you. He said Cowboys Rocket Astros is how I roll. Okay, okay. Uh, unproven face it Dak faithfuls would never blame Dak for playing bad it's always somebody else fault I, I don't think that that's the situation or the scenario uh, my thing is unproven when you look at Dak Prescott collect a body of work and you say to yourself hmm could he done better in these type of games yes and did you guys can go and type in critical my critical analysis of Dak Prescott and you will see videos of me, good old Law Nation, pointing out where he need to improve on, step up through his throws, go through his progressions a whole lot better. He need to improve on that. The fade ball, I think that Dak Prescott really need to improve on that. Uh, what else I said? Um, of course, when we look at it and say to the weapons that's around Dak Prescott, yes, he need to pa pass the ball in front of the receivers instead of behind them. But when we look at majority of those games, we can say that, man, hmm, that Jets game, yeah, you can say it was Dak Prescott's fault. But we can't dismiss the fact that he had not had the left tackle nor the right tackle in that game. We cannot dismiss the fact that the defense played poorly. We cannot dismiss the fact that, yes, the Jets won or what have you. But if the NFL was not in the involvement of calling a pass interference on Cedric Wilson in that particular game, maybe the outcome would have been different because there was a touchdown that was wiped away that nobody would never talk about. And when I start talking about the fact that the uh, Patriots game, everybody would say, yes, that's the game that Dak Prescott lost. But when I bring up the fact that two tripping calls that were never called in the history of the sports of the game, all of a sudden I'm now an apologist for Dak Prescott. When I pull out the facts, all oh, the fumble that occurred, that didn't occur, but occurred for the Saints or what have you uh, against Ezekiel Elliott elbow being imprinted into the ground, showing that he's down. But all of a sudden that fumble counts. Right. So I'm trying to figure out 
when we start bringing out the facts of the reason why we lost, why is that the problem? Now, if Dak Prescott had a game where he had like three interceptions, four forced fumbles or four fumbles, what have you, and I would say, yeah, man, that dog, he lost that game. Now, is Dak Prescott un- a flawless in a sense? No, no, he got his warts. But we got to look at it from the full picture. And that's what I like to bring to the table, because I can't just sit here and allow the media to just say one side of it. That remember this stat that everybody said and they ran and ran off with it. I think the person who coined that stat or coined that name was. uh, What's his name? Um, um, Not Chris Collinsworth. Um, he have this show, uh, uh, Cowherd. What's his first name? You know, Cowherd. You know, he came out and said Dak Prescott dink and dunk. He's a dink and dunk Dak. You know, and when I start to pull up those facts that he don't dink and dunk, and then that's when people say, Nah, that name stayed with him. It stuck with him. Dink and dunk Dak. And then when I start bringing out facts and said, Okay, technically Tom Brady dinks and dunks more. Technically, uh, through the course of the career, Russell Wilson dinks and dunks more. Oh, technically, when we start pulling out the fact checks, Romo dinks and dunks more, you know, uh, throughout the confines of their first four years or what have you. But somehow (laughs) I just get labeled as a Dak apologist. But they don't listen to the fact when I said, hey, he got to manage the game better. He got to start using those Mississippi legs better, running with the rock. Oh, he got to throw a better fade pass. Uh, Kate Francis says uh, uh, Dak is better than Watson. Eh, you know, and, and that's the situation where we get, if we go back and forth, all right? You know, Watson, if Dak better than this, Dak better than that. I will say that we had for 10 years a coach named Jason Garrett. And I'm not trying to use Jason Garrett as the, the great, you know, um, person to throw out of the bridge, you know, Jason Gary, everybody goes back to Jason Garrett. Here's the thing. Not everybody's lying, right? We've seen people with the likings of, um, Patrick Creighton, Terrell Owens, even DeMarcus Ware, not Lawrence, DeMarcus Ware, um, the, the running back, DeMarco Murray, Dez Bryant, all these people saying ill wills of Jason Garrett. And all of a sudden, they're lying and Jason Garrett is not. Mm. And we saw with our natural eyes what Jason Garrett did for Tony Romo. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And um, we did an episode a couple of days ago. Uh, me, Bad Dog uh, Sports. And, uh, of course, we had Lord Bronson as well as uh, who else? Uh, uh, my dog, uh, Louis T. And we was talking about the, the, the rivalry talk. And one of the, uh, I think Bad Dog said, hey, Jason Garrett helped develop Tony Romo. I wanted to stop him then. <laughs> but the reality of it, everybody who watched football, we know that Jason Garrett had nothing to do with Tony Romo development and growth. Nothing to do with that. Nothing. Uh, let me read some more of your comments. And uh, see what you guys are talking about. Eagles fans better worry about their own quarterback issue. Winless wheelchair Wentz is obvious <laughs> on his way out. This is from Russell, man. <laughs> the thing is with, with uh, Carson, you know, and here's my, if you, people want some objectivity talk, I can give you this. 
I think that he goes through his progressions pretty well. I think that Carson is a good guy as relates to um, playing when the when everything is at the feet of him. Like when it's time for him, when the pressure is crumbling, he would wiggle his way out. He would squeeze out and get to the edge and throw the ball, even if he had to close his eyes for to do that. He would get the ball to his tight end, which will always be a quarterback best friend, the tight end. But within the same breath, Carson is a guy that will fold. He will get injured. He will try to do too much, and he will fumble the ball, play basketball with the football. I think that there's a stat out there that Carson Wentz got the most fumbles lost and also the most fumbles since 2016. He's leading in that pack. I don't know if he got tiny hands, he can't hold on to the ball, or I don't know if he can't handle heat. And there's some people that's like that. They, they get small. They, get, they crumble when the pressure is on them. And every time I get Eagles fans to call in or talk to me, they say Carson Wentz is better. Carson Wentz is this and that. Yes, he's a good thrower of the ball. It's accurate enough. Yes, he dinks and dunks more than Dak Prescott. The average time that the ball travels through the air is very limited. I digress. <laughs> My thing is with Carson Wentz is that he will crumble when the pressure and the lights of the world is on him. That's just the reality of it. And every historical data will show that. But he's the reason why they had the MVP-like season. He's the first quarterback in the history of NFL that people will give him attributes and contributes to say, hey, he, he, he was almost close to getting the MVP. He didn't get it. But if you was to remove the health factor, that's like me saying that Sean Lee is the greatest linebacker of all time. If you remove health, you know, you can't. There's those two statements does not equate to one. Right. So what, that's what I'm saying with Carson Wentz. The Eagles got rid of the only quarterback that ever win them a Super Bowl. Forty two fumbles, 18 loss. Yes, you're right. Uh, Law, your headline says Dak will always com- be compared to Mahomes by others. Yeah. Well, two others or whatever. You guys get what I'm saying. Uh, shout out to you, though, them birds, though. Uh, 48 lost <laughs> fumbles. Jim Law. Y'all going in on it. Jason is one of those who picked Dak. Jerry is one of those who settled on Dak. He want everyone else but Dak. This is from Harold Jones. We will see. We will see. And here's the outline for all of that, right? Here's the outline. If I'm a salesman and if I want to really maximize my possibilities to sell something, I would have put what I really wanted out there to sell it. Dak Prescott, if if Jerry Wayne does not have some type of hope for Dak Prescott, then he would allow Dak Prescott to test the market. Let me know if I'm lying. I think that Dak Prescott on the market would have at least rendered you a first and a third, maybe a first and two, two seconds or something like that on the open market. I recall the Colts before they made the deal with Rivers saying that, hey, we would give him thirty five million dollars at that time. Before all of the, the, the other players got signed or what have you before everything else happened. So I, I'm thinking that Jerry Jones, he covered Dak Prescott in a sense. And he may have some type of situation going as this has just all been stretched out to the media as relates to what they always do. But it is what it is. 
Um, Bears probably still gonna suck with Foles though. <laughs> it, we we shall soon see. And and for all of the Eagles fans, shout out to them for joining in and tuning in. But I have to give you guys these facts right here. It will make your beard hair grow. People fail to realize in 2017. The Eagles fan base that barely know football, they would talk about fly Eagles fly all day. But in reality, it had nothing to do with throwing the ball. In 2017, what made them so successful were the ability to run the rock. They were number, I guess, top three or top two in running the rock, running the ball. And they controlled the middle of the field by passing the ball to their triple threat as it relates to tight end play. Tight end play, especially those that can vertically stretch the field, it will always be a matchup, especially when you have eight or nine in the box trying to stop the run. I would love to see Zach Ertz on a linebacker, you know, constantly throughout the entire game. If you think I'm lying, let me know, have the Eagles won anything since they have not been in the top likings as it relates to running the ball. On top of that, when you think about it, Carson Wentz throwing a little dink or dunk off pass to uh, the, 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 the Miles kid and he takes it upfield and these sorts of things. Those were the bigger plays from last year that allowed them to win the game. Case in point, when the Eagles beat the Green Bay Packers, for those who watch Eagles football, watch football, let me know what really opened that game up. A shovel pass to a little running back. Oh, the same situation that happened and when they played against the Bills. A little shovel dump off pass to the running back and he takes it 30, 40 yards down the field. It's no hate at how they won, long as they won, but I'm just trying to give you guys some reverence so that you guys can be more educated on the how you guys won. Not just looking at it and looking at the end stat results and say, hey, he passed for 300 yards. He passed for 280 yards. But how did he get to that number is the main figure. <laughs> Let me know if I'm lying, Cowboy Nation and Eagles, you know, if you're out there, you know, watching today. Um, <clears throat> Eastside Harold, I'm 19. I don't need to worry about keyboards, warriors. <laughs> Shout out to KFT, man. He's ready to, y'all fighting amongst yourself. Uh, Eagles were top five in rushing the defense in 2017, but they want to give Wentz all of the credit. Chris! Oh my goodness, man. On Facebook, man. Shout out to you, man. He just put it, he, he just put all what I said into one sentence, basically. Oh, my goodness. Chris, man, you, you're a dog over there, man. I really appreciate you holding it down for me over there on the Facebook groove. You know, them birds. Let me read what them birds had to say, man. Uh, Law Nation, uh, Noel, how come Wentz was going to be MVP in 2017? Was all the runs, Eagles run, uh, with the, you know, question mark, question mark, uh, 100. You, you guys know. You guys know how the MVP go. You guys know how the rookie of the year goes. Let, let I'm going to keep it 100. Let me keep it a beam. This with my young dog. We're going to have a, the late night hype later on tonight. My young dog, uh, Skywalker, still with the new field. He said, I'm going to keep it a, a beam. You know, I'm going to keep it 100 with you all. In 2016, the rookie of the year was given to Rain Dakota Prescott. But everybody who watched football knows that that belongs to Ezekiel, the main man, Elliot. 
Let me know if I'm lying, right? We all know that even in the Super Bowl MVP, they gave it to Patrick Mahomes. You know, Mahomey. You know, that's how O'Shea Sharp will call it. But everybody who watched the game with their natural eyes know that the William kid deserved to have that MVP. We know how this thing goes. So let's not lie to kick it. Let's not sit there and say that in 2017, Carson Wentz, if, you know, the preferences, preferences of the statement, he was the reason why, you know, they was on this uh, MVP run. Let's let's go back and watch the game. You can't see the thing is. When you talk to somebody who cheated and got their homework done, they can't show their work. But Law Nation, guess what? I can show my work. You know, <laughs> I can show my work with facts. It make my beard hair grow. I love chopping it up with you guys. You know, let's go, baby. Let's go, man. Uh, <laughs> I love y'all, man, regardless of the situation or the facts. Uh, I, I, I really love football collectively, and I love talking about this thing. Cowboy Nation. You guys know how this thing go, right? One day at a time, one movement at a time, brick by brick. We stack these things together, and we will find. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Got to play my music to get on out of here, but <laughs> you guys know how this day goes, Cowboy Nation. Let me put my music at. Let me five, four, three. Let's go. Huh? Yeah. Come on, nation. <laughs> the facts will always set you free. The facts of the matter will always put you in the right situation. And the craziest thing, you don't need a ladder to change this thing. Let's continue. Let's continue to grind, good nation. I want to tell you guys this, man, and I know, I know, I know, I know. Some people, it might go over their head. You know, some people might say to themselves, you know, hey, this team haven't done anything. This team will not do anything. This team is this team. But I, I like to bring this up and, and just bring this up for facts for you guys. While my system is loading, let me end this right quick. Bam. Give me a few seconds. Let me just sink into your mental. How bad do you guys want to be here? Huh? There we go. How bad you guys want to live in a world where everything is right, right? How bad do you guys want to live in a world where everybody is right? That world doesn't exist, not right now on this plane, right? But I will say this. If you can change your mind and refocus and understand that when the pitfalls are there, they are there to make you better. I tell people when I go through the struggles, I tell people like this, it makes a better success story. Nobody want to know how somebody just made it in life without the struggle. <laughs> you gotta grind. Some people say, Law, I'm too tired. Law, 
We went through this thing numerous of years with Jason Garrett. Man, before Jason Garrett, we had Wade Phillips. Before Wade Phillips, we had a Bill Parcells who really put us out there. I think two times he made it to the playoffs with the limited hands that he had he was dealt with, right? We saw that, that grind action with Bill Parcells with experience. But before that time frame, we went five, five and eleven multiple times, I think three years in a row. The last quarterback to really show us anything as it relates to being comfortable with the system was Troy Aikman at that time. And he won a Super Bowl with Barry Switzer. But he pulled philosophies from Jimmy Johnson. And that's going all the way back for most of you guys wasn't even born. Didn't know what a football was. But I come here to tell you guys that now we got somebody that identified with football. Can understand the process within the process of football. His name is Mike McCarthy. And it's not just him. It's not just him. It's the multiple pieces that's around him that will elevate everything. So I tell people all the time, if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, you might want to write this down. To give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it. If life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it. If you'll gladly go out and sweat for it fret for it and fight for it and lose all terror of God or man for it if you will simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity strength and scargacity with faith hope and confidence and stern pertinacity if neither cold poverty or famish or fame or sickness or body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want if dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of almighty cowboy nation we will get it let's go one way or another appreciate the flames let's go cowboy nation